Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Coming to you live. Downtown Aurora, broadcasting all the way out. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning. It is Tuesday morning. It is May 26th, 2020, and we are back once more, coming to you live every morning, or at least Mondays through Fridays, like we do. We hope this uh, morning finds you guys very well and uh, and nice. As we know, yesterday was Memorial Day, and that was a, a good day. We didn't have a parade or anything here in um, Aurora, and that sucked. But uh, the city still did some great stuff. They had a uh, virtual ceremony uh, online, which was the uh, the themes were uh, remembrance and honor. And that was really cool. It was really positive and great. Uh, and then also the Aurora Veterans Advisory Council. Uh, they did a flag lowering ceremony for a uh, World War II veteran, Aurora native. And then they also did a flag raising ceremony for another Aurora veteran. That flag will be displayed or flying at the GAR building downtown on Downer uh, for a month. Uh, yeah. So good morning. Uh, it's 8.03 a.m. That is the time at the moment. Uh, crazy world that we're living in today. We got our national headlines and stuff like that. But um, just wanted to go ahead and let you know who we are. We are Good Morning Aurora. We are Aurora's number one podcast. Uh, first podcast coming to you with daily news, local headlines, and uh, national headlines. Letting you know what's out there and what's what's popping, you know, what's to talk about, and all that kind of, you know, good stuff and everything. Um, we like doing this, getting to know folks. This is our second week. This is season two, and this is episode two. Uh, so this is uh, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's growing, you know, it's growing, and we're getting a lot of good feedback from you folks out there. Um, so yeah, keep the, uh, keep the, keep the feedback coming. You know, reach out to us. This is going to be something that, uh, or rather, this is something that we're very proud of, and we like the ability to uh, engage people and talk to them and see what's what's going on out there in their everyday lives. Good morning, Aurora is a podcast. We are here to serve two purposes. The first is social justice. We will be highlighting and talking about, excuse me, talking about those things, um, those issues. And those episodes in everyday life um, about social justice and things like that. For uh, for example, the Ahmed Arbery case, which is still going on. Uh, and also speaking up for the underserved. So we'll be trying to be the best resource that we can for our seniors, our veterans, our undocumented population, and our LBGT uh, community members. Okay, uh, sunny outside, 74 degrees. Uh, you excuse me, the humidity is at a 78%. Damn, that's kind of staggering. Uh, looks like it's gonna rain today. There's an 87% chance of rain, an 81% chance of rain tomorrow, and thunderstorms on Thursday. Crazy, looks it looks kind of wild out there. Um, so coming up this week. Um, we have carryout days. That's tomorrow and Friday in downtown Aurora. Uh, carryout days are days uh, specifically themed and geared for our restaurants. Um, so yeah, go crazy, order your food and all that. Corp curbside pickup. Uh, many great uh, restaurants here in Aurora are doing 
things for carryout days. Uh, Bally Doyle and Altiro, Latin Fusion. Uh, I think LTO got something going on. I'm not too sure. Treadwell. Uh, so there's a lot of good inter- or excuse me. There's a lot of good restaurants in our Aurora area, and they're taking part in carryout days. So yeah. Holler at them, get some food, shout out to the restaurants. Now, also want to give you guys a reminder that Saturday the 30th, the AMVETS Post 103 in Aurora, uh, which is on Jericho, and it's right down the street from the uh, food pantry. They have a rib night that's going on on uh, Saturday the 30th, and the, their address is 1194 Jericho Road. Uh, and again, it's like a block, or excuse me, it's it's a building down or away from the uh, food pantry. The menu is a half a rack of ribs, baked beans, and coleslaw, all for only $15. And the proceeds will be benefiting Aurora Area Veterans. Yeah, so that's going to be, uh, I mean, that's... That's something really good. That's something really positive. So, you know, give them some give them some love. Show some support for that. And if you like to eat, um, you know, be sure you come out because the food is good. They cook really good. I've had their food many a time. Uh, during some of our meetings, we go there and eat. The burgers are great, too. But this is ribs. So Saturday the 30th. Please do that. All right. So. As we know, we've had the uh, we are in a uh, pandemic, duh. But um, phase three of reopening is coming up this Friday, the 29th. Now, the phase there are phase reopenings for the businesses in um, Illinois getting back on their feet. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that there are, I think, like five phases five reopening phases of which we are just now going to be approaching uh phase three okay so and you can think of how much time it took to get to phase three uh and then we're still anticipating two more phases so that just goes to show you that this is a very very slow and long process um but the directive from uh, the state reads like this, the entire state of Illinois will move to phase three of the Restore Illinois plan on Friday, May 29th, with specific safety measures for each area. The following will reopen um, on the 29th. And by the following, it's these specific businesses and industries, restaurants with outdoor seating, barbershops, hair salons, nail salons, and other personal care services. Uh, All retail stores, office buildings, manufacturing, one-on-one personal training at indoor facilities, outdoor fitness classes of up to 10 people, all gatherings of up to 10 people, boating and camping up to 10 people, indoor and outdoor tennis facilities, golf courses with four people per tee, and all state parks. Hmm. That's kind of... I don't know. It's like... It says office buildings will reopen. But... It also says, like, all gatherings of up to 10 people. So does that mean, like, your office... If you had a staff of 50, you can only have 10 in the building now? That's... 
That's a reduced staff capacity if I ever saw one. Anyway, the state of Illinois and Illinois Department of Public Health will issue specific guidelines for each area, including safety precautions, capacity limits, etc. Face coverings are required. So yeah, that's happening on Friday. It's coming. So that'll for some people that's a good return to normal to normalcy. Uh, for some people, it still leaves some questions desired. Uh, as you guys know, we go over the daily COVID-19 totals, so we're going to get into those right now. But also, um, on at 8.30, we'll be going into our interview section, uh, and we will be talking with our co-host today, our co-host Big Sal. So that's going to be coming up at 8.30. Uh, yesterday, we had a special edition podcast in regards to uh, Memorial Day, we talked about the history of Memorial Day and what Memorial Day means to us. Check that out. That's episode two. Excuse me. That's season two, episode one. That's already out there and live, so you guys can check that. Hit the link in uh, our Anchor profile or check it out on Spotify or Apple Music, uh, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all of that good stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, back to uh, my... Uh, co-host Big Sal. We're going to be doing our Monday initiative today. So on Mondays we do, uh, we ask ourselves, what is our Monday self, what does our Monday self want our Friday, our Friday self to be proud of? So we'll be uh, speaking on our Monday and Tuesday selves and then detailing what we want to be on Friday. All right. As of this moment, there are 1,637,000 456 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States, and there are 97,669 total deaths of COVID-19 in the United States. Uh, the total cases, there are 15,342 15, new cases and 620 new deaths, and that information is compared to yesterday's data. That information comes from cdc.gov on their website. Uh, the website also breaks down cases and deaths by state, race, age, cases by county, new cases by day, uh, cases by race and age, and cases by ethnicity and age. So, again, that comes from the cdc.gov. Okay, so check this out. I saw something that I thought was just... Have you ever heard of the Edict of Worms? I'm going to share this with you. Because, you know, as you know on this podcast, we like to... You know, it's about knowledge, too, right? So, you have to get... You, you got to be educated, and you got to get your knowledge. I learned something that I did not know, and I'm going to detail it for you guys so you can learn it, too. I don't think you knew this. So... Took the world's greatest sip of coffee. Shout out to Treadwell Coffee, 14 West Downer Place. Holla. Anyway, the Diet of Worms in 1521, the year 1521, was an assembly of the Holy Roman Empire called by Emperor Charles V. It was held at Hayslough Garden and Worms, then an imperial free city of the empire. An imperial diet was a formal deliberative assembly of the whole empire. This one is most memorable 
for the Edict of Worms, which told or rather addressed Martin Luther and the effects of the Protestant Reformation. Uh, it was conducted from January 28th to May 25th in 1521 with the Emperor Charles V presiding. Now, it's not like it necessarily sounds, um, you know, the Diet of Worms. They're not eating worms, okay? They're, they're, they're not eating worms at all. Um, but it's it has a, uh, there's a religious significance to it. And Martin Luther was a very, very uh, controversial man. Uh, you know, at this at this time, it's it's absolute crazy. Quote: If I now recant these, then I would be doing nothing but strengthening tyranny. What a quote! If it, I mean, if if any, if ever a man wrote himself into history, on April sixteenth, Martin Luther arrived in Worms. Luther was told to appear before the Diet at 4 p.m. Remember, the Diet is the assembly. The following day, Dr. Jerome Schurf, Wittenberg professor in canon law, was to act as Luther's lawyer before the Diet. On the 17th, uh, they came for Mr. Luther. Now, Martin Luther's books uh, were another problematic issue uh, to the Holy Roman Empire. Dr. Scherf said, please have the titles read. There were 25 of them, probably including the 95 Theses, resolutions concerning the 95 Theses, on the papacy at Rome, addressed to the Christian nobility, the Babylonian captivity of the church, and on the freedom of a Christian. He requested more time for a proper answer, so he was given until the next day at 4 p.m. On the 18th, Luther saying that he had prayed for long hours and consulted with friends and mediators, presented himself before the Diet, the Assembly. When the counselor put the same questions to him, Luther first apologized that he lacked the etiquette of the court. Then he answered, they are all mine. But as for the second question, they are not all of one sort. Luther went on to place the writings into three categories. Works, which were well received by his enemies, those he would not reject. Books which attack the abuses, lies, and desolation of the Christian world and the papacy, those Luther believed could not safely be rejected without encouraging abuses to continue. To retract them would be to open the door to further oppression. And third, attacks on individuals. He apologized for the harsh tone of the writings, but did not reject the substance of what he taught in them. If he could be shown by scripture that his writings were in error, he continued, he would reject them. He concluded by saying, unless I am convinced by the testimony of the scriptures or by clear reason, for I do not trust either in the Pope or in councils alone, since it is well known that they have often erred and contradicted themselves, I am bound by the scriptures. I have quoted, and my conscience is captive to the word of God. I cannot and I will not recant anything. Since it is neither safe nor right to go against conscience, may God help me. Amen. Wow. What a guy. That happened on this day in 1521. Uh, so that edict of worms, that diet of worms, that assembly banned his writings uh, and declared him an outlaw and a heretic. Crazy. Now, this was um, this was all for his efforts to try to change the church. And eventually the Reformation came about. So he did change the church. 
Uh, John Wayne was born today, too. The only shout-out we'll give John Wayne on this show is, well, we'll give him a couple shout-outs. We'll give him a shout-out for the man who shot Liberty Valance, probably one of the greatest Westerns ever made in the history of Westerns. And, of course, True Grit, the very first one. Classic movie. Such a good movie. Um, Yeah. So that happened on this day in 1521. And then also... Lauren Hill was born on this day. Shout out to Lauren Hill. I love her so, so, so much. Also born on this day was Miles Davis. The time is now 8.18 a.m. Before we go to our quick break at 8.20, I wanted to share with you something that shocked the absolute hell out of me. A surge in coronavirus infections in Alabama did not deter people from descending on the state's beaches over Memorial Day weekend. Um, CNN aired footage on Monday showing the Gulf Shores teeming, teeming with people. Nobody wore masks. And according to CNN correspondent Gary Tuchman of those interviewed, they were defiant in the face of the virus that's killed more than 550 people in the state. Alabama uh, started, you know, like easing their lockdown and everything on Friday. Uh, As we know, almost 100,000 people have died nationwide here from COVID-19. Restaurants, bars, and stores in Alabama were busy, teeming with life. Many visitors did not observe social distancing measures. Some restaurant staff did also not wear masks. Um, One woman said, everybody has to go somehow. I don't want to die, but I mean, if that's what God has in store for my life, then that's okay. Wow. My family has the same mindset as me, one man on the beach told Mr. Tuchman. We kind of just agreed that if we get it, we get it. We're going to handle it as a family and just get over it because that's what a family does. On a scale of 1 to 10, how intelligent does that sound? We'll let you guys think about that as we take a break. The time is now 8.20 a.m. and we will be right back on Good Morning Aurora.
8.25 a.m. back here on Good Morning Aurora. 8.25 is the time. At 8.30, we'll be talking to our co-host, Big Sal, chopping it up on this Tuesday morning. Remember we told you about the um, the McDonald's out there in the city that was facing uh, the lawsuit? Well, the story is deep. Workers and their families at McDonald's Corporation Chicago restaurants have filed a class action lawsuit against the fast food chain that does not seek money for sick staff, but compliance with health guidance, such as providing clean face masks. As U.S. businesses reopen, worried workers and their advocates are borrowing a legal strategy commonly used to shut down rowdy topless bars to try and force employers to strengthen protection against further spread of the coronavirus. Uh, The strategy was unsuccessful against the meat packing plant, but experts said it could work against McDonald's and other companies, and a business group warned about a flood of cases. Quote, the damage done by inadequate safety practices is not confined to the walls of a restaurant, but instead has broader public health consequences. Um, According to the lawsuit, like an April lawsuit against a meatpacking plant, the case targets McDonald's as a public nuisance. Damn. From from over one billion burgers sold to a public nuisance. Salty. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, A legal strategy previously used to shutter strip clubs and the famed Limelight nightclub in Manhattan. I've never been in New York, though, so I've never been to Limelight. Don't know how famous it was. Uh, Typically, workplace safety is a matter for the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration, otherwise known as OSHA, which has the authority to inspect businesses and issue citations. But focusing on community health, the lawsuits attempt to move outside OSHA's jurisdiction and into the courts. McDonald's workers around the country have protested and demanded Safety gear in Chicago, workers filed at least four complaints with OSHA, but the agency declined to inspect work sites, according to a lawsuit. Why the hell would they decline to inspect work sites? I find that kind of crazy. Um, OSHA did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Unions have criticized the agency for lax enforcement and failing to issue mandatory standards for businesses to stem the spread of COVID-19. Quote, when you don't have an assertive OSHA, you get these creative approaches, end quote, said Michael Duff, professor of the University of Wyoming College of Law. McDonald's has called the allegations inaccurate. The company criticized the SEIU service union that is supporting the plaintiffs and said the chain has used a 50, excuse me, the chain has issued a 59-page guide its restaurants must follow to protect staff and customers. Wow, that seems, I mean, it's, I, I guess it just goes to show you that no matter what, there will always be, uh, not even McDonald's is able to get their, get their act together. That's crazy. A white woman called the police and accused a black man of threatening her and her dog in New York City's Central Park, as seen in now viral footage posted to social media. I ain't even seen it yet. The man said the confrontation began when he asked her to put her dog on a leash. Ah, crazy. Uh, Christian Cooper. Uh, it was posted. The video was made by Christian Cooper. Uh Crazy. It begins with the dog walker, Amy Cooper, dragging her dog by the collar toward the man and demanding he stop filming. Please don't come to me, the man is heard repeatedly saying as she approaches. 
She asked him to stop filming several times and then threatens to call the police. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Tell them whatever you like, the man responds. Then on her phone, the dog walker says, I'm in the ramble and there is a man, African-American. He has a bicycle helmet. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. The New York police spokesman said the NYPD was called to Central Park Ramble for a report of an assault just after 8 a.m. Monday. On arrival, they determined two people had engaged in a verbal dispute. There was no crime and no arrests. According to the Central Park website, dogs must be leashed at all times in the ramble. The woman is also seen repeatedly dragging her struggling dog by its collar during the video and later attaches the leash. Melody Cooper said her brother is an avid birder and had politely requested that the woman put her dog on a leash in accordance with the signs in the park. Christian Cooper said the the dog was tearing through the plantings in the ramble when he cast the woman to put her pet on a leash. He also said he had pulled out dog treats which he carries for these situations. Strangely enough, the brother's name, the brother and his sister, their last name is Cooper, and the irate white woman, her name is Cooper as well. Crazy. The time is now 8.30 a.m., and we are going to check in. We're going to knock on the door, see if our boy, see if our boy Sal is there. I don't have a knock sound effect thing, so I'm just going to kind of, yo. That's it, man. Three times and I'm in. <laughs> What's up, baby? How are you, man? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How we feeling today? Doing good, man. You know, we got all these, all these things, uh, you know, trying to, trying to take our attention. Word. We're trying to stay focused on, uh, on the goals, you know? Right. Did you uh did you did you just hear me talk about this dog thing? I did. The, the Coopers. The Coopers couldn't get along. What the heck? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I mean, let's go. I mean, you got, I would be like, yo, y'all have the Coopers. Let's get it. Like, just right. Up. They all got the same last name. That's crazy. That's, um, but, uh, but I think you know that's uh, you know I think that's a message you know in a way. Hopefully that can be read that you know. The more evolved and you know understanding people realize the spirit that's in each person and the outer covering, no matter if it's Italian, African American, Irish, you know Chinese, whatever it is, that inner spirit is one with all of us. And if you don't get that, you just unfortunately like you're not on my level. Right. You know, and and to hear these things get personified in the news, it's just like you know. It's just, you know, it's silly. It is, man. It's quite, quite stupid. Um, anyway, so we know, so you and I did the, um, hell, we did, uh, yesterday we did the uh, Memorial Day. We did a little brief thing between us. We talked about Memorial Day. I did the history of Memorial Day in regards to Illinois. Posted that on our website, or excuse me, on our Facebook and Instagram yesterday for people to check out. Um, but what we did not do yesterday, which we typically do, on our Monday shows is uh, determine or prep prep ourselves on Monday for what our Friday selves will be proud of. So I wanted to you know make sure that we uh, yeah. we do that. That's important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the the part of that with it being like normally a Monday thing, or you know, there's a lot of times where you know you get into meditation or the law of attraction or whatever it is. And then you feel like you miss a day or you miss something like the, the, the house of cards 
falls down when it's really like every moment can be our Mondays. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard. Days like today are hard. You have a break. You know, you're you're spending, you know, weird time with family and not normal time with people. So there's like a lot there. So, you know, typically on Monday, but it's really in every moment, we think like, what's that change going to be like? How can I stop being sloppy in my thinking and get to myself back to like, yeah, that's how I see myself. Like sometimes it's like, oh, you know, uh, I want something or you put a dollar amount or, or, or a car or a, a house or just some security or just, you know, insurance for your family, whatever that, that is, you know, I think the second we kind of pull off that or we let someone steal that from us, it's, um, it, it takes longer to get to our dream. Right. Well said. Very well said. Um, I think that I want my Friday self to be, I want my Friday self to just be, uh, you know, uh, happy with the work we're doing on the show, developing the show and everything like that. That's really what I want. So just putting in those uh, processes. We got great things coming up with the show. You and I talked about doing a live stream in the morning, maybe. So that's what I'll that's what I'll be prepping myself for on Friday. And that's the best because, like, maybe it's just this little drop, like whatever bird dropped that in my ear, whatever bird, you know, but we're all these little things that we can't see that like kind of are guiding us towards these ends where it's like, all right, like we're at least thinking about the possibility of it getting better, right? you know, like, or the possibility of, of getting, of enjoying it, of, of taking this ride, you know, that our soul's experiencing because we see with this death, it's just, you know, it's it. It seems like this darkness that's kind of befallen on us is, I mean, I guess as a society as a whole, we have to see it as like this darkness to realize we like the light. It's like, you know, sometimes like, oh, I, you know, I, at first I hate the rain. I'm like, well, without the rain, you know, you, you will never appreciate the sun, the plants won't grow. You know, there's a, a, a hip hop artist who passed away, this guy Idea, um, he was with this group Idea and Abilities, and he has this song called Rain. It's like, rain everyone wants to get out of the rain wants to be free wants to see no more pain and it's like you know but then it's like without this you know without the rain you can't appreciate the sun so you know and we could take that to like a a micro part of just like interaction with other humans like to the smallest bit of how you interact with like another living thing on this planet whether it's a tree or a you know an animal or whatever the case is and be like okay i have to be that like epicenter of love of connection of chakras of beings of dimensions to just be that light to say you know what we interact with each other for one you're not going to forget about me and two it's like we're going to grow together because that's that's what this is we will connect and we will grow right well said my brother well said um how's things over there at uh bright oaks no things are good man i'm getting up here now we're uh you know, we're staying engaged and we're just listening to, you know, the people who tell us the best things to do. You know, just listen. You know, I got to say, we got, you know, a, a fair amount of, um, you know, all that PPE equipment. You know, the state helped a lot. So there was a lot of, uh, you know, we complained about our government, but there were some things that, you know, went pretty well um, for us. And there was a lot of communication. So You guys had PPE issues over there? It's just like there were a lot of issues and a lot of talk about that. 
you know, like in the media. Uh-huh. But I thought the like state did a good job of making sure we had everything we needed. Aha, uh-huh. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, so I mean we were we were actually good, you know, and we had, you know, help from other, you know, people banded together and uh, made sure everyone got stuff. So yeah, I mean it was you know, it's a positive of this whole thing, you know, the the humanity muscle that has gone weak has been strengthened a bit. Right. Yeah, no, I've been uh I've been disappointed by humanity, but I've also been like, you know, it's it's made me like smile in certain instances. But I mean, like hum- humanity is still I feel like making big mistakes. I mean, we see this stupidity that goes on with some of this stuff. I was looking uh I didn't detail it this morning, but you saw there was a lady who got arrested. She walked into a um she walked into a store and she didn't have a mask and the manager was like right when it happened like she wasn't in the store like 10 seconds and he was like ma'am you know you can't be here with no mask whatever and she just started like spitting on customers and this lady's like 60 something and it's you know that's the thing that's coming out of the woodwork with this like you know jeez man just this this stupidity it's like humanity is disappointing me on a lot of a lot of little instances but, and, and, but, and then it's also it, the, the light like it shined on certain aspects of it like if, if the light was shined like I, I worked for a guy and you know the grind's hard like we did you know kind of grease traps right so they do grease traps like if anyone who's ever done grease traps or been around it you know no it's one of it, i think of the human experiment it's it's one of the grossest things right wait a, a grease trap like a, like a restaurant yeah like a restaurant a okay. Starbucks, and things like that right so nasty so it's like disgusting that light you know shining that light on you know that all the time of just like the experience of humans would to the outsider who maybe isn't he would be like ew that's gross you know what i mean like that's that's gross like so a lot of them, you know, I, I don't know if it's major, a lot of, you know, ratings come from these just, like, factors that grip, you know? But what what's amazing, and you should feel good about yourself, is, is, like, you agree. You're like, yeah, that's I don't like that. Like, that's not something that's good. But what are you doing? You're, you're highlighting, for one, you were doing this with your business and with, you know, the Veterans Council. But, you know, you're seeing something that you don't really like, and they're shining lights on things that shouldn't be. And you've created another spotlight to talk to people, to, you know, to, to get their ideas out there and stuff, you know? And, and so it's, let that, you know, boost you today. Cause it's pretty, it's pretty, you know, commendable. Yeah. Thanks. Well, it's all about, it's all about the engagement too. You know, I've always believed that, um, you, Hey, look, you, you know, you can, you can catch more honeys, you can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar, you know, and I've always been the kind of brother, I like to, I like to bring people in, man, I want to like, you know, I want to talk to them, I want to partner up, I want to see what we can do and how we can help each other, and facilitating discussion is one great way to do that, and I'm proud that uh, Good Morning Aurora, we have the ability to do that here, um, so I was thinking about it, and uh, me and you will talk about this offline, but I think we might want to do some calls in the morning. What do you think? Or is yeah, that like? Be cool. I, mean, because I think. Then, <laughs> I, I think, think so. Miss that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that you kind of missed that connection in where 
you know, you people used to do that all the time, like with the radio, and it's kind of, you know, and it was only really sports related in a lot of ways to to be able to have that connection. In. I think that would be cool. I think so too. I think like we might do some. COVID check-ins, you know, just just little, just real quick, you know, how are people see how they doing and everything like that? Because um, I want to, uh, I want to engage and capture the per- the personal experience of people. You know, I mean, that's why we're, that's why we're doing this anyway. And the other part, what we should do, especially with these restaurants opening, is is like, you know, we could take calls from a couple local businesses, you know, um, you know, in the mornings, and just to say, hey, we're open. This is our place, like mention good morning Aurora and you can get, you know, uh, you know, five percent off or just something. Yeah. Right. Very well said. Very well said. Yeah. Um so you watch Netflix? Yeah, a bit. You know, there's there's certain you know, at times there's certain things that I that I'll I'll turn on. Don't sound like you mess with it too good. <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. And and the kids watch a little bit like I, I mean, so I mean, I do. I just, I, uh, a little bit. Why? What's that? Oh. Because there is, um, so I don't know if anyone else out there is interested, but, um, there is, they got some great stuff on Netflix. And I was going to bring up, you ever seen that movie, The Hateful Eight? I, no. Never seen it? It's really good. Uh, Tarantino movie? Samuel Jackson's in it. Kurt Russell is in it. Um, oh my God, it's a good movie. Anyway, um, this guy. There's an extended version. I thought you would have seen it. There's an extended version. I'm I'm ready to check it out. I didn't know that there was an extended version. It's such a graphic, brutal, and gory movie that wow, you know. But they've got um, Netflix has really good stuff on there, and there is uh, what's up. Hey, let me let me just give me one quick sec. There's um, some some. I'm just pulling up the bread because we got a couple couple people in the parking lot. So go ahead. Now, Crazy Eight, tell me again. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, the Hateful Eight. There's an extended version to it. Um, I thought it would be good to talk about on the social level because it's a very interesting movie. You should watch it though. Maybe we'll chop it up right, another well, time on that. Because I like I like to watch things that like make that. You know, make you kind of, you know, think outside of the box a little bit, if you will. You ready for tomorrow's interview? Yeah, man, it's gonna be great. All right, we're not gonna let yeah, the people well, know. We're not gonna let the people know what it is, but cool, man. I'm gonna send you the uh, script and all that stuff. Yeah, um, it'll it'll be neat. It, it really will. It'll. Uh, you know, we I had done this. You know, certain things like we're doing. You know through the years with different artists I mean it's just that idea to be able to talk to somebody about their passion and it's like I feel that when I talk to you like right away like you know what I mean like you take chances you came on the Zoom call like you know you're you're out there doing it because that's what's going to spark because man you know it like you know you deal with there's so much you deal with on a daily basis to keep you to be like I am trying to get on that Elon thought process you know what I mean that Joe Rogan like I'm trying to be on that like you know I'm trying to be on that and you know, it's tough because you pull up to work and there's a fire, you know, fire engine right there, you know, and it's like having to adapt. Like we're, on, we're live, we're on the air, you know, but that's life. That's the idea of this Monday, Tuesday self, what we can do each day to make our Friday selves, you know, happier. And, you know, it's just 
just getting priorities straight. You know, I, I saw someone like say like, you know, if you don't, you know, during this whole thing, if you don't come out with a new, you know, a new side hustle, a new, you know, a new skill, you know, or something like you didn't, ha- you didn't have a time problem. You had like a priorities problem. I saw that so, meme. Yeah, I saw that. And I thought that one was pretty good because, you know, I, I think it's like, and then it, but again, I don't want to say like, oh, because if you're doing stuff, then you're like holier than now. But that's the idea. Like, so yeah, maybe it's this long and someone hears this now and, and, and the whole pandemic thing is over and you hear this, but it's like, okay, now, right now is the best place to start. And right now you could change your thought because you can only hold one thought at a time. What? That no matter what you do, one thought will dominate and you can change and it can go up and down and left and right. But you have the choice of what you think and what you feel 100% of the time, even though the subconscious picks up and music picks up and the megahertz level and da da da. Like all these things. That's why there's hit songs and, you know, all that other part. But it's like when you literally look out and be like, man, everything I think of, I see, like a light post, this car wheel, like it all started as an idea. And someone probably told them they were crazy when they had came up with the idea. Right. But it's like when that right gets close and like the bills come, it's like, haha, it's nice to have those dreams. How do I get that shit out of the dream world and into, you know, what I need to do here? And I think it's just like, it's just. Just what? You there, Sam? Yeah. You got me? Yeah, you said uh, you think it's just. I think, I mean, I think it's just, you know, it's that smart chopping down of the tree. Word. You know, where it's like, you, you, there's times I know, and I'll probably do it today, where you're like, doing this like, crazy chop, crazy chop, and it's like, man, I get, I was chopping the wrong way, you know, but it's yeah. like, I'm exhausted, so I have to regroup, I have to start again, and then I have to, you know, do it, do it all over again. But then it's like, hey, the next one I gotta just be like, a little bit, and it's like, man, that's how I'm gonna chop the tree today. Because, like, it, it sounds like I'm, you know, positive right now, but it's, shit, man, it was hard just, just this morning to get moving with the things that are going on this day there, you know? Right. No, I feel you, my brother. I feel you. I totally feel you. Um, well, I'm going to, uh, so, so the listeners know, tomorrow, uh, Sam will be the host, and he will be doing the interview tomorrow, so stay tuned for tomorrow's awesome show. Um, it's going to be dropping and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Sam is going to be doing a great interview tomorrow with one of our local friends. Um, so stay in tune to that. I know that you, uh, you got work pressing on you. So I think that we will actually end a few minutes early today. Um, I'm going to take some time just to say thank you to all of our listeners out there. And thank you to our new subscribers. Uh, appreciate all you folks tuning in, excuse me, tuning in to check us out. Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. The show is, or excuse me, the podcast is Good Morning Aurora, Aurora's newest thing. First and only news, local news, headline, talk, podcast going on in the morning. So stay in tune with us and check out tomorrow's episode. It's going to be all that. Right. And with that, from me and my co-host Sal, signing off, we wish you a great day and peace.